Hello again, hope you've been keeping well. Are you ready for the next chapter of my book, How to Empty Your Stress Bucket and Keep It Empty for Life? Uh, this chapter is titled The Power of Vision. You can spend an inordinate amount of time focusing on all that is wrong with life and knowing what you don't want. But have you ever allowed yourself to focus on what it is you actually want? Have you ever let your imagination go, go and felt that freedom? Not just dreaming about winning the lottery, but more tangible, positive thoughts about your future. Once the stress bucket is empty, I help people really focus on this. The brain needs a direction. In fact, it can't help being directed. It's your choice whether you want to direct it positively or negatively. I bet you've heard lots of stories like this. Someone wants to buy a red car. They really have a desire for one. They keep thinking about it. They talk about it all the time to their friends and family. Then one day, they go on a long journey on the motorway and they spot 20 red cars. Now, 20 red cars didn't come out to annoy them. They were always there. Other colours of car are there too. But their mind is drawn to only red cars because that's all they've been thinking about. Maybe it's happened to you. When you want to buy a new house, you see for sale boards everywhere. When you want to have a child, you see children and babies everywhere. Your mind is drawn to what you focus on. So it's time to focus on what you want and only what you want, not what you don't want. Remember the principle from don't think about a green bus. Keep the talk positive. The following exercises and considering more long-term visions of your future are much easier when your stress bucket is empty. I often wait till at least six or seven sessions in before I attempt these exercises with my clients, but the results are fantastic. Let's go back to the happiness scale we use regularly. Number 10 on this scale is the goal you want to reach. However, it's quite natural to move those goalposts regularly and there's nothing wrong with that. Once you empty your stress bucket, even a little bit, and achieve some goals, you may want to push yourself even further. In a sense, this is what keeps us going in life, so stick with it. But as you get closer to the top, take some time to really think about that number 10. What is the actual goal? If you were number 10 on the scale, what would that look like? Can you create a clear, detailed vision of that? I hope you've realized by now that the imagination is extremely powerful and the subconscious loves detail. So really take some time to have a clear picture of number 10. To bring this exercise to life in solution focused sessions, I would ask you to imagine that in about six months time, you are actually number 10 on your scale. Don't get nervous. We're only using your imagination here. Imagine being a number 10. And I happen to bump into you in a coffee shop or I call you up for a chat and I ask you that question I always ask, what's been good? What would your answer be? What could you tell me about the last six months if you were now number 10 that would have happened for you to reach that goal? How happy and fulfilled are you? When you actually role play this in your mind, you'll literally feel your body language begin to change. You'll smile you'll feel the happiness. The mind doesn't know the difference between imagination and reality, does it? What this is doing is giving your mind lovely, clear direction towards your goals. If you imagine yourself in a new role, 
then you will be more alert for opportunities. If you imagine yourself being healthier, then you'll be more alert to healthier food and fitness classes that are around. Just like if you wanted to buy a red car, your mind will bring your attention to what you need in order to achieve that goal. That's the science behind how the brain functions. I really encourage the role play of this task as it makes it all the more real. But if you can't find someone to help you or you find it uncomfortable, there's another exercise you could try. You may have heard a lot of different versions of writing letters to yourself. It's a really powerful process of accepting things and moving on. However, to stay solution focused about this, try this. Write a letter from your future self. That's right. Much like the exercise above, imagine yourself in about six months time being at number 10 on your happiness scale and write a letter as if you were writing a letter to your very best friend about all the things that have happened over the last six months. In reality, you're writing it to yourself, but it can help to have someone in mind. No one is going to see this letter, though. It's just something for you. This gives you the freedom to write whatever you want and not have any fear of judgment. I really recommend writing by hand rather than typing because a lot of creativity will flow this way. Don't worry about your handwriting or your grammar mistakes. It doesn't have to be perfect. Simply write in a way that lets your imagination go. Once you begin, you'll be surprised how many ideas and concepts you'll come up with. You can keep the letter or discard it. It's up to you. Repeat this exercise as often as you wish, maybe every six months or so, as you will naturally move your own goalposts as you keep progressing forward. Remember, this is just an idea of your vision, but do get detailed. It's not a contract set in stone. It's brain training to keep you moving forward positively. These exercises will enable you to keep focusing on your preferred future and ensure you maintain a positive, forward-looking mindset. Enjoy them and have fun with them. They're not supposed to be a chore. Treat them like a bit of a game. I bet by now you're thinking about how full your stress bucket is, how much it's affecting your health, your career, your family, your social life. Maybe you feel it's overflowing. Maybe you feel you need a bigger bucket. But if there is one thing you should have learned by reading this book is that you need to be more solution focused. In order to create change, you need to stop focusing on the problem. So turn it around. What would your life be like if you had an empty stress bucket? What difference would that make to your health, your career, your family and your social life? What would be different if you slept better, had more energy and felt positive and motivated every day? Once you empty your stress bucket, you will find more purpose. You will live with more intention. You will be fulfilled. Believe me when I say you can have an empty stress bucket. And if you can understand the science behind how the brain works, you can keep it empty for life. That is actually the final chapter of my book. 
what I have done is that there's one more audio part I'm going to do. I have included at the back of um, the book something called the What's Been Good Journal. It's a journal to help you, help you journal what's been good. That is my final chapter, uh, as in final sort of written theory chapter. And then I've included a bit of a journal. So I will record that as well. And I will um, put that up as the next audio book recording uh, in a few episodes time as well. Uh, but that's my book done, really. Um, apart from the journal at the back, which, you know, you could always do yourself. You don't have to have my book to do it. I will talk you through that next time, the What's Been Good journal. Um, and so in the meantime, you know, have a think about th those episodes where I talked about what's been good and why we do it as well. I hope you've enjoyed listening to my book uh, and s apologies for all the mistakes and slip ups I, I make, but I hope it only adds to your enjoyment of it because I'm reading my own book in my own words. So I hope you're hearing it in that way. Uh, as well. I really appreciate everyone who's bought it. Honestly, I'm so chuffed. This was something I wrote just for my clients, to be very honest with you, like a little handbook. Uh, it turned into a, a proper book. Uh, and I thought, you know, if if I sell, if I hand a few copies out to my friends and family, I'll be happy with that. Um, but actually, it, people are buying it, <laughs> actually buying it um, from uh, shops and things and, and uh, online, for sure. And audio, um, sorry, not audio books, the ebook as well, like Kindles and stuff. So um, I've been really chuffed uh, and I've been seeing people sort of um, sending me selfies when holding the book in, in wherever they're sitting, reading it, or even their kids are picking up the book as well. So it's been really, really good. So if you've got my book, uh, if uh, I really appreciate you purchasing it uh, as well. If you've purchased it for a friend, good for you uh, as well, because you're just trying to help someone out as well. Uh, so yeah, that's the final chapter. We'll do the What's Been Good journal next time though as well in, in a few episodes time. Uh, until then, keep that stress bucket empty. DM me if you need anything at all. Uh, con connect with me on social media. Contact me through social media uh, if you want to. Um, I try to put as much content out as I can um, so that you have all the information to know how to empty your stress bucket. Um, I'm a big advocate of that. I think we should all be able to do it. It's easy. It's easy when you know how you can do this. Um, it's we shouldn't be ruled by anxiety and depression and mental health doesn't need to be a big issue the big issue that it is we need to start taking control of this and helping other people to take control as well uh, so until next time take care keep the stress bucket empty bye for now